Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can follow me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangas or on Instagram at Hashtag Kangaroos Podcast. So today I was once again joined by Luke, an avid AFLW fan. Uh, we just did a review of our round one game against Gold Coast, our impressive win against Gold Coast. And we talked a little bit about uh, the Friday game coming up against the Melbourne Demons, uh, which is going to be, uh, you know, a top-of-the-table clash, effectively. So, yeah, um, I know it's only round two, but it's an important game of the season. Anyways, I won't hold you up anymore. I'll bring on Luke right now. All right, so I'm once again joined by Luke uh, to talk about uh, our impressive uh, round one win in the AFLW on the weekend. Now, Luke, um, how did you see the game? I I, I loved it. The... um... Good. I mean, uh, with the list changes going into um, into this year uh, or this season, um, it was uh, you're a bit unsure of what to expect, and um, uh, I thought that it was a it was a real positive. Um, the last quarter, you know, like a you know, uh, was maybe a little bit disappointing. I guess that they didn't didn't keep. Um, Keep rolling and just extend the lead a little bit further, but uh, in reality, like the game, the game was over from quarter time, and um, and they they were magnificent, and you know, fair enough, they sort of went to sleep a little bit, but um, yeah, uh, overall, I uh, absolutely loved it. Yeah, did you, do you think we um, try to attack a bit more, try to use a corridor a bit more? Uh, on Saturday, and that might be a thing going forward. Uh, to because last year our weakness was our efficiency, our efficiency going forward because the ball movement was a bit too slow. Whereas um, we'll try, yeah, you know, Emma Carney in the back line, even Brooke Brown did a couple um, big runs. Um, I didn't realise how quick she was. That um, we're trying to, you know, uh, attack the corridor a bit more and trying to get the ball inside fifty with a with a bit more pace. Did you find that a little bit? Yeah, the uh, I, I think that sort of inadvertently with all the list changes, they've actually sort of seemed to have recruited quite a bit more pace into the team, which I uh, think was a um, was a really good thing. The uh, I think in um, last season they were they seemed to be trying yeah very hard to control the ball and sort of you know kick and mark and hold on to it, which uh, which was great, but was sort of where we. Came unstuck a little bit against uh against the faster teams but um i th- I, th- I think that you know like really uh, it was a little bit playing to the um the game style to the players that you had and i, I think as much as anything like some of those uh some of the new girls really have a bit of toe about them and um i think that's uh, that was a really um, positive, positive change from uh, from last year. Yeah, one hundred percent. We did lose a lot of talent. We lost, um, you know, Bannister, Gilroy, Bateman. Um, who, who's out of? Um, oh, there was someone else. I will forget. Uh, Ashmore. Ashmore, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, Lexi Hamilton went to the Swans as well. Um, out of those, the main quartet. Uh, that we just mentioned, who do you think will be would be the biggest loss? Uh, yeah, um, I went. I, I went to the uh, best and fairest uh, 
the Ladies Best and Ferris, which if you ever get the opportunity to uh, to go to, is an awesome event. Um, and I remember um, I spoke to Darren Crocker at that, and um, at the time they were expecting Aileen uh, to um, to resign. I spoke to her, and she said she was going to. And he was talking about adjusting the whole game plan around moving her uh, forward into a more attacking role. Mm-hmm. So I suspect that that's pro- she was probably the loss that hurt them the most, given that she seemed to be crucial to his sort of plans to rejig the the team. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure. I, I was, uh, yeah, I suspect Aileen. Uh, possibly, you know, like Cashy, I thought we were really going to miss with the uh, with not having the run, but um, some some of those new girls, like I thought Taylor Gat was uh, really good, covered a lot of ground. Uh, Vicky Wall looks uh, looks to have a bit of excitement about her and stuff. So um, yeah, I, I think I think they would have preferred not to lose them if they could have. But I don't think that um, I don't think that they're actually missing as much as what you know sort of had suspected they may have been. Yeah, I mean, I mean the core is still in place, isn't it? Like we still got the, the Jazz Garners, Emma Carney's, Ash Riddell's, Emma Kings. So we still got the core in place. Like I think Bannister's going to be a huge loss. I watched her on uh, Saturday night against Hawthorne, and and she was um, very good. Like, but. Um, like you said, I think Vicky Wall is a good replacement for her. She, I think she laid uh, team high seven tackles. Um, there's a big, real big presence about her, and she took some good marks, didn't she? she um, she's a um, like a, a really uh, sort of well built, proper, yeah, you know, proper athlete sort of thing. You know, really um, well developed, you know, physically already. So um, I think as soon as she gets uh, slightly better at kicking the ball. I mean, she, she gives it a big hoof that um, if she can sort of start nailing and um, getting a bit more distance rather than height on the, um, on the, um, on her kicks, uh, I think, I think she's going to be amazing. Um, she, she had the couple of shots at goal or, you know, in, you know, in the forward 50 where I thought, had, I reckon she's got it in her to go back and line up and uh, hit the distance, but um, I, I guess that'll come with confidence. And yeah, you know, she's played less than five games of footy, so yeah, there's a hell of a lot of for uh, for improvement. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for her first game of AFL football, she comes from a Gaelic background where she was a very dominant player in that sport. Um, and she is quite mature. She is uh, 23, 24 years old. So she does come, you know, as a mature you know, age player, and which sort of helps. Yeah, she, and you can sort of definitely see that with her mature body. She can, she will um, tackle tackle hard. And, uh, yeah, like you said, she had a couple of shots. She's just got to get a bit, bit of better routine uh, having a set shot for goal. But that will come with experience. And that's something that uh, Sam Wright will have to work with. So yeah, no, very positive. Erica Erica O'Shea um, had a good debut game in the back line as well. I thought she was fantastic. Um, yeah, it's Sophia McCarthy kicked a goal, probably a lucky goal. I didn't think it was a mark to her, but um, I think you take what you can get at this stage. So yeah, no, plenty of positives. Like uh, Talia Randell uh, had her kicking boots on. That sort of helped. Um, she's going to be important this year, isn't she? Up forward. 
I think that that was, uh, for me, one of the uh, most pleasing aspects of the game was um, that she was kicking the goals like it. She, she, the transition to the forward line, uh, I thought, was quite uh, quite a positive move last year. You know, I um, had thought that she was going was going to be a massive loss for the back line, but I think that that's sort of been covered. And I thought Sarah Wright uh, on the weekend. Uh, had a really good game and is um, really stood up. So uh, her and uh, Ferguson, a really good sort of duo down there. I think they're sort of pretty cool and take care of everything. The fact that uh, Talia was kicking the goals um, is that sort of final piece of the puzzle for her moving forward. Like she had a lot of a fair few shots last year, but um yeah. If you're nailing the goals, then um, she she's going to be a hell of a player. Uh, it's a hell of a weapon for us. So uh, if we can get another, um, uh, like, uh, I guess we've still got Abbott to get to squirt in there, who's a pretty deadly set shot. And um, I thought some of the uh, some of the new girls. Um, offered a bit more speed and a bit more sort of pressure kind of um, around around those tall players. So uh, I thought the forward line looked a hell of a lot better than it had uh, previously, uh, despite yeah. the loss of Bannister, who I do agree, yeah, like Bannister was a great player, but um, she was very... Uh, if, I guess if I had a knock on her, it was that she'd sort of fade out of games a bit. Um but I thought um, uh, the, uh, Charlie and Taylor Gat and stuff a bit, yeah, you know, there's a bit more speed kind of around the um, around the fall of the ball. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. No, you cut out a bit there, look. But um, yeah, yeah, it was um, it was good. Yeah, no, it was good uh, points you made there. I, I mean, we pretty much predominantly, for the first three quarters in particular, we did play a forward half game, didn't we? I think it was 80% in our forward half. And that's got a lot to do with the speed that was around the contest as well. Uh, Tess Graven's got a bit of speed. She played half forward. Ellie Gavalis as well. She was very good up forward, I thought. Um, late six tackles. Yeah, it's, it seemed to click a lot better. I mean, obviously, the test is going to come in the next couple of weeks when we do play Melbourne and Adelaide. But, um, yeah, that's... Um, that's that. That's but yeah. This is a good lead up, I guess, uh, for a round one game. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any negative for you? Uh, did you like besides the last quarter? Anything else that um, you found disappointing? I not uh, not really. I think they would have been. I think they would have been pretty wrapped with uh, with everything. But I agree with you on the Ellie Gavalis, uh move. I thought. Um, uh, getting her forward actually uh, was was really good. She sort of has that intensity that the midfielders do, uh, do around the sort of contest and could sort of get the ball out to the uh, to the outside. So I thought that was really good. I guess the uh, if you were looking for negatives, the one maybe slight negative seemed to be that um, Ash Riddell uh, had a pretty quiet game by her her standards. But um, the fact that we could dominate uh, like we did um, with her not having a huge influence, um, I think is, uh, you know, isn't a bad thing, you know, because there there is that room for improvement. Um, I assume she was tagged. Uh, I I think that um, 
that's probably kind of the next the next step that I'd kind of like to see our players go to is uh, find someone to play a sort of negating role because I think um, a lot of the teams, you know, if you can stick someone on Paxman this week, you know, uh, and take take her out uh, of the game or Lily Mithen, uh, I think you really go a long way to curbing uh, Melbourne's influence and. Um, I think I think a lot of the teams have you know like a yeah, Collingwood or something. A lot of the teams have sort of one standout player that if you can if you could sort of uh, send someone to them, I think that that would benefit us. I, I my gut feeling is that uh, Crocs doesn't really go for that necessarily, uh, but um, personally, that's what I'd like to see. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean. Like, I guess we've got a lot of weapons in that midfield. Um, yeah, Jazz Magana, 27 touches. Ash Riddell, I'm not too sure if she was tagged or not. I didn't look that closely at it because we still dominated with Eda, which is which is a pretty good sign. I don't think she's going to have many games where she only gets 14 touches, um, especially after last season. Uh, she broke uh, the possession record and round 10 against West Coast, she got 42 touches. So maybe the bars just start gone a bit too high for her and when she does have a little bit of a quiet one um, yeah we sort of uh, we, we, we kind of notice it a bit when she's not around the ball as much but um, yeah I mean I, I mean the two standouts were the 50 gamers in Jasmine Garner and Emma Carney on the weekend I thought they were fantastic and Talia Rondell. Um so yeah I mean we we mentioned a lot of names there and we talked about the first gamers um, and, and their influence do you think I mean, we're a premiership chance this year um, after last year. I, I felt like we ended the year pretty disappointingly, especially in the first final. Um, and I um, feel like, yeah, I'll go on you. Yeah, you go yeah. on you. Oh, no, you, I, 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 I tend to agree. The, what I'd say is it's all, a, it's all at this stage sort of a, a bit of a great unknown uh, because there was such a lot of movement between, between the teams. I think that... Um, our putting Adelaide and Collingwood all get in practice matches, so there's a bit of experimenting going on. But I think that actually holds up, holds up pretty well. And um, and in reality, Gold Coast actually were okay last year. You know, um, so I don't, uh, I, you know, I, th- I think form stacks up pretty well. Uh, the game this week against Melbourne will be a bit of a litmus test, but. Um, in previous seasons, I think that we've competed quite well against Melbourne, and it's probably yeah, like, um, uh, you know, it's been reasonably reasonably close. We haven't been with you know totally without our uh, opportunities. Um, the uh, but uh, you know, and it's always been at Casey Field, so their home deck, and it, that's a ground a sort of ground with a few peculiarities with the wind and how to how to use the field and stuff. So it's going to be really interesting to play them on a neutral deck. Um, and it's an amazing opportunity to be able to play at the MCG. I've uh, wrapped for the girls that they get to play in front of a big crowd, fingers crossed, um, and on the home of football. Um, well, as I talk about that now, um, the Melbourne game. Now that's a you know a curtain raiser to the men's team. Now we're not going to get any supporters there. Basically, um, you sort of said it's a uh, neutral ground, which is fair enough. But the only, the only issue is is Melbourne have got the first final, so they're going to have a bit of a crowd. 
Now, I'm not now most. I don't think any North supporters are going to spend over a hundred dollars for a finals ticket to watch their girls play and just leave after that. And that's nothing against the girls. It's just a very you know, uh, expensive uh, night out, as you as you, whereas you can just watch it at home. It's a round two game as well. Um, what are your thoughts about that as well? Like, oh, uh, the, are you disappointed in that, or would you regard uh, play to Casey no, Fields? Um, the uh, the had it, had it been at Port Melbourne, that would have been nice uh, because that would have been very accessible. Like the Casey Fields for me is a bit of a height. Uh, I've been there the last couple of uh, uh, been there the last couple of years. Um, I, I, uh, I'm actually pretty I'm pretty wrapped. That it's uh, at the MCG and they get to enjoy the atmosphere. I've got I've got every intention of going. I assume that there will be a few North supporters there. Um, you can you can get tickets for thirty five bucks up in the nosebleeds, but and I'm hoping that it's a bit of a case that you can sort of wander down. Uh, sort of closer to the front uh, because it'll all be and then uh, move. Um, I, I'm not, I don't know that I'll hang around for the Melbourne-Sydney game. I'm not overly interested. But um, the – so I, th- I think there will be some Mel- uh, North supporters, uh, clearly not as many as the Melbourne supporters, so it will be uh, very one-sided. But um, I think that given the option – uh, the girl, all the girls would take that for the opportunity to play in that circumstance. So in in that regard, I'm pretty happy for them. Um, and yeah, it, it, it is a little bit expensive, but I, I think there were some $35 tickets, some $68 tickets and stuff. Um, uh, so... There's some options. It's obviously compared to the sort of ten dollars or whatever that you would normally pay it is is expensive, but um, it's not an opportunity that's going to come up too often. Although hopefully with the moving schedule, uh, these things happen a little bit more regularly. Yeah, yeah, no, f- fair enough. No, the, the good points uh, there, Luke, as well. So yeah, no, it's the opportunity to play on the. The home of uh, football, really. So, as opposed to the windy uh, Casey Fields, where there's a, always a gar horse uh, breeze blowing down there. So, there are positives and negatives, like with anything. So, yeah, I mean, it does have its positives, and obviously, uh, not having much of a crowd there as far as your own supporters is a negative. But um, it sounds like we might get a few. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure. Look, if you get a, uh, you know, a $35 ticket uh, in nosebleeds on top of uh, the Ponsford stand or w- whatever it is, that uh, you can watch it from the ground level. I'm not so sure, but uh, we'll definitely see how we go. Um, before we go to the Melbourne game, Luke, did you want to add anything else to uh, the Gold Coast game or were you all happy uh, with that? Oh, the, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, was, uh, I was wrapped uh, wrapped with that. I like, think... Um... Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing in particular. But yeah, I think they should be uh, really buoyed by uh, by what they managed to uh, uh, what they managed to do and how well they gelled as a team. Given that um, what was it like five uh, five debutants, so uh, like sixteen on the field, it's a third of the team uh, newbies. Uh, so you haven't really played. Uh, played together, I, I think. Uh, given uh, considering that, um, 
uh, it was a huge, it was a huge positive. So uh, yeah, uh, really, really wrapped with uh, the performance. Yeah, is it fair to say that it's there's a three horse race, and then there's probably us and a couple of others. I, I think Essendon were pretty strong on the weekend as well. Like, do you think it's Brisbane probably favourites at the moment? And then you're talking the Crows and Melbourne who, who will be up there again, and then you probably got us and Essendon. I think uh, in the next slot, is, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I, I, I watched the Essendon game. Like, um, there was a, a bit of a vested interest. Uh, I mean, similarly. Uh, the Gold Coast um, had a fair North Melbourne touch with uh, Viv Saad, Jamie Stanton, Ellie Drennan. Um, I think there was another one uh, that it was an ex-Kanga. Um, so a fair bit of um, uh, North Melbourne influence about it. But um, the uh, Essendon-Hawthorne game, there was a fair few, fair few ex-Kangas playing. So it was, it was interesting to see how all the girls went. I, neither, like I think both of the teams, it was a good game, and both the teams played quite well. But mm-hmm. neither of them struck me as being um, anything to be particularly afraid of. I um, would think we'd have their measure reasonably comfortably from watching, uh, comparing it to our game. Um, admittedly, Gold Coast didn't put up much of a challenge, so um, yeah. yeah. But I. I uh, was fairly comfortable with that. I think um, Melbourne, uh, Brisbane, uh, Adelaide, as you say, or um, thereabouts, Collingwood. Uh, I would have thought is going to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good team. Um, yeah. But uh, Adelaide and Collingwood, you know, albeit in the preseason, we've already beaten. So uh, I, I think we're every chance to give it a reasonable shake. Um, yeah, ho- uh, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, you probably need a bit of luck uh, with injuries as well. Um, yeah, I mean, next two weeks is going to be a real challenge for us. We've got Melbourne this week, and then we've got the Crows over there uh, in round three. So, yeah, if you could pinch one of those, uh, those two, it's not too bad going two and one after that. It's uh, it's a bit of a tough draw. It's, uh, it's a Mo- typical, it's a typical sort of North Melbourne thing. Oh, I don't know if it's yellow or white, sort of um, feel as if we get the rough end of the pineapple with the draws. A little bit, but um, it, it is a tough draw. But um, in saying that, you're going to have to beat these teams to um, to win. So um, it's it's good to get that experience in. And um, if we can beat them, then if we meet them in finals, we'll know that we can uh, we can beat them. So um, yeah, I'm, uh, I, th- I think they should go very close this weekend and. I would hope that um, they'd be able to beat the Crows given given the preseason game. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, it uh, all starts uh, on, on Friday afternoon against the D's. How do you think we'll go against the D's? You, you you confident that we can put up a good performance and even maybe possibly get the win against them? I, I think we yeah. Look, uh, I think we have every chance to get the win. Melbourne. Still look, um, still look a very uh, team to me. They um, have they connect very well. They move really quickly. They got sort of a lot of the taller, uh, taller players uh, that are really uh, quite quite fast and quite skilled. Um, the uh, although, but earlier, um, I think when we've met them in the past. 
uh, and when our team has probably been a little bit slower, uh, we have actually been competitive. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, th- I think we're every chance. And I think that um, the changes to our team and our structure probably greater than theirs. So I think we'll come in as a bit more of an unknown quantity to them. And, um, yeah, I, I think I think we are, we're a great shot at beating them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if things align. Um, you mentioned Abitangelo um, earlier. Now, I know she wasn't in a team last week and she does have an injury. Do you know how far along, how far away she is, I should say? No, I um, haven't, uh, haven't heard. I uh, haven't heard. I've um, thought I've read most of the things released by the club. Um, I don't mm. actually... Uh, I think she was maybe listed as managed, which seems strange as uh, in the first week of the season. But... Um, okay. Um, yeah, I um, don't... Yeah, I'm not, not really sure... But, you given the team structure on the weekend, you want like I don't know that I'd necessarily change much. So I don't know whether I'd necessarily bring her in this week, despite the fact that I think that she is a great asset. But um, I thought everything functioned quite well. So why why would you change a winning uh, a winning formula? Um, uh, but yeah, fingers crossed she's back uh, back pretty soon because um, yeah, like I say, she's uh, uh, holds a position on the ground and sort of commands the space around her and is a really good uh, really good set shot. So um, uh, I think she I think she's valuable. Um, I thought Emma King actually had a really good game in the forward line. I, um, I thought that was much improved to what she sort of last year uh where she sort of had bits and pieces but uh didn't didn't seem to convert it to scores and things i thought she was a lot more effective on the weekend so i think while emma king is able to um to be in the forward line and dominate there maybe it makes it a little bit harder to bring abba back into the team i guess that that is maybe depending on how uh how well Kim Rennie's performing in the ruck as to whether whether Emma King needs to go into the ruck. Um, which, in saying that, I thought that uh, the um, Gold Coast girl uh, beat our goal, uh, uh, both of our rucks in the centre uh, for the centre bounces, but uh, then for the other contests around the ground and stuff, I thought we sort of probably got on top in those. Yeah, uh, Lauren Bella, I think it was. Bella, yeah, 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 she got the hitouts, but uh, she wasn't hitting you know, to advantage. And I think hitouts can be a bit misleading sometimes. It's whether they go to the advantage of uh, your teammates. So, uh, yeah, that, which is the most important thing. And I think we dominated the center clearances uh, comfortably, in the, particularly in the first three quarters. Um, you know, I think uh, the inside fifties were like something like twenty-eight to six, and they had one behind, which they kicked the first behind of the game. So, yeah, which is uh, saying something, but. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, – yeah, I'm not too sure what's uh, – yeah, I thought uh, Abitangelo was injured. That's why she didn't um, uh, play this week. But, uh, yeah, it's a bit strange to be managed uh, round one of this round one game of the season. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. I don't think she would come in this week. I thought our forward line uh, worked pretty well with Gavales, Craven, um, 
yeah, a number of others, you know, obviously uh, Talia Randell uh, kicking three goals as well. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, Vicky Wall uh, on debut was very good. So I'm not too sure um, if she comes in this week. But uh, if she is available, I'm not too sure. So, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, because I, I, I didn't, um, I didn't see her even as an emergency. So I, I thought she was injured. Um, I just made that assumption without really looking too hard into it. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how um, she goes um, this week if she does get picked or if she's an emergency or whatever. So we'll see how we go. Um, anyways, Luke, did you want to add anything else to all that? No, that's uh, um, yeah. No, that sounds. Uh, it's a- uh, most of the sort of observations I had covered, I think, uh, I think, Dean. Yeah, no, sounds good, mates. And uh, if people want to chat to you, where can they find you? Oh, um, always floating around Big Footy. Uh, if anyone's uh, anyone's uh, there, or um, keep keep an eye out at the games. I try to try to get to most of the games that are in Melbourne, which is um, why I'm pretty pretty determined to get to the MCG, despite the fact that. Um, it's a uh, sort of expensive exercise to go in and <laughs> then leave before the main the main event. But uh, it's a shame that they didn't have um, a cheaper ticket and then clear clear it out before the main game. But anyway, uh, if it happens again, maybe they maybe they'll look into something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so. So yeah, we can get a lot more supporters uh, coming along because we do have a good following in the women's team. So yeah, I mean, I've seen uh, good some good crowds at Arden Street. So it would be nice if we could, um, yeah, you know, like not have to pay a ridiculous amount for a ticket to go watch our girls play. So yeah, the games are a lot shorter as well. So it's a bit hard that um, we have to pay seventy odd bucks to go watch our you know, lovely girls um, try and um, get the win. So well. We can't do much about it. Um, it is what it is, and hopefully um, we can get uh, yeah the four points against uh, Melbourne this week and uh, yeah uh, continue our good form. But anyways, Luke, uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I'm sure I'll chat to you soon. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for having me, Dean. Uh, good luck with the season. So thanks to Luke for coming on the show once again. Uh, that's it for this episode. I will try and do another episode this week. Um, I do have a lot on uh, this week, so it might be a bit tricky. Um, but, um, yeah, look, I'll definitely uh, put my best foot forward, even if it's a quick episode. Try and do a players um, review, uh, season players review with a couple of people. So we'll see how we go. Um, yeah, so that's it. Thanks for all the likes, retweets, all the comments you guys do for the show. It really helps it out. Um, it's definitely going out to more people. And yeah, I really appreciate it. No, it's um, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we've still got a lot going on. There's obviously a lot of contract talks. Cameron Zuer, whether he's coming and going. Uh, Jen Anderson uh, looks like he's gone. Uh, Bailey Scott, we're not too sure at the moment. It looked like he was gone, and now it looks like he might be staying. I'm not too sure. So there is still a lot of stuff going on about that. Uh, there's still uh, delistings to happen. North Melbourne Football Club as well. So that's always a tough time of year. But um, yeah, still a lot to talk about. Anyways, that's it for this episode, like I said. And today, I will leave a shout-out to Frank Stevens. Bye for now.